Fear is like fire. It's not controlled. It could burn down everything around you. But if used properly, it can fuel you to reach your highest potential. My mentor, Custabato, told me the only thing that separates the hero from being a coward is what the hero does that makes him the hero. And what the coward doesn't do that makes him the coward. They both have fear. But with this fear, something is ignited in the hero. When fear challenges you, what will you do? Introducing Tyson Pro. Hello, this is Mike Tyson for another amazing episode of Hot Boxing. We have the heavyweight champion of the UFC. He drops them all. The one owner, Jake Paul, Nick Cannon, Prince Jackson, Antonio Brown, Bud Crawford, Nick Kyrgios, Dana White. He didn't want me to fight, yeah, though, I knew this was but coming. he gives me a job with some sharks. You down there with Scooby-Doo? <laughs> <laughs> you down <there> Scooby-Doo? <laughs> I was named after my grandfather, mm-hmm. and um, that name has a uh, signification. You know, uh, back in the day, still even still now, the name has to make signification. So uh, people been through a lot of stuff that every time when they have a kid, they have to name them after something that happened to them or some life experience. Mm. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And my name was, uh, I was named after my grandfather. And mm. that name been in our family for a generation now. But now he's the best, he's the best name in the family. <laughs> I respect how, that. How does the family go crazy when they see you now? Like, uh, Well, you, they, see me all, they see me all the time. So, I mean, they are happy. Uh, but they see me all the time since I'm home all are, the time. Are, are you there, Mike Tyson? Excuse me? Are you there, Mike Tyson? Um... Well, I'm their family member. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the good thing is uh, we have a uh, quote in French which says, like, uh, um, no one is a uh, prophet in his home. You know, when you're home, you're oh, home. Wow. You're, yeah. you're a brother. doesn't matter what you do. You're just a brother or you're just a, uh, you're a son. <laughs> you know, you can be whatever you want, but you will always be your mom's son uh oh wow you know you will be a nephew of your uncle or mm. so, stuff like that right so yes that's kind of cool because you're i think your dad was like more into street fighting like was that the influence in was the your beginning? father fighting yes he was that, really? he was fighting he was a, a very good karate uh, mm. uh guy did you ever go watch him fight no he was watching fighting in the street yeah that's what i mean did you ever go and watch him fight in the street you know, they don't schedule fighting this week. <laughs> no, listen. Do you remember this? Yo, yo, Mike fighting out here. Your cousin fighting. Oh, and we they are. running down the street yeah, and we stuff. Are. Yeah. I did. I saw my dad once. Uh, he wasn't in the actual fight. I think they break up a fight. And the other guy um, took a knife or something. And then mm. he went home to take some. I think it was a knife and something. And I was coming back to school. At that time, I wasn't living with him. Um, I was living uh, at my mom's, and uh, I saw my dad. He he was walking fast, and I was trying to catch him up with him. And he was walking fast, and then when he get there, he was just like, "Keep going, keep going." And 
you know, I tried to stick around to see what's going on. Curiosity. Yeah. And he was <laughs> arguing with this guy and they were there. I think I was very embarrassed that day. I look at it. I'm like, mm, you know, once again, I mean, I knew since growing up that I didn't want to be like him, but I was very embarrassed. I was uh, oh, wow. around 13 at that time. But I'm like, no, I don't want to be doing it, be like this. I mean, I've been saying that to myself since I was like maybe seven years old. And that, that that day reminds me exactly why I didn't want, the feeling that I had that day, I didn't like it. But he was a very solid guy. I think if he was in this day, he would have been a hell of a champion. Mm. That's crazy, you man. You should tell that from his you know, genetics here. I mean, yeah. damn, 10, 10 years old working, like, that's crazy. Tell me about your brothers and sisters. That's crazy. Oh, it's five of us. Um, I'm the second oldest. You're the only one in America? Yeah, I'm the only one in America. And um, yeah, they are all back in Cameroon. You know, we wasn't, um, we, were, we weren't designed to be here, you know. <laughs> yes, you were. You wouldn't be here then. Kind of. So just a funny story, like um, I've been trying to get uh, my even my brother here sometime to help me, and some uh, they always get a visa uh, denied, you know. So it's not that he can't come to Paris like you did. No, no, nobody is doing that to my fam in my family. <laughs> I was the only one, and I remember like uh, when I did it. Uh, I went home the first time. It was back in 2016 when I went in Cameroon the first time after four years. And uh, I was telling them like, nobody should do this, right? Like there was, they're trying to like, okay, how is it? How is France? Have you this, have you done this? I'm like, chill guys, just stop it. Um, hopefully I will make it and support the family, but I don't want nobody to go through what I've been through. Like that was enough, you know, like. You thought you weren't gonna make it, huh? And that boat ride, it was scary, huh? It was scary, but the good, I mean, one of uh, the reasons was that, like, you turn around and there is not an option. When you have, your only option is not to have option, you just go. You know, it's easier. I mean, it's not easy, but it's less tough to go. You know what I've seen on television before? Not television, the movies also, but mm. it was, um, they received it from two events. That they would put so many people over over um, over flood the boat with so many people that paid, and the boat norm, normally sinks. Oh. Yeah, that's Is it true. like that with you? A lot that's of people true. on the boat. But uh, those people who get on those boats. Uh, and they pay too. It wasn't like they're doing the They pay they a good pay. amount of money for being there. So many people uh, doesn't uh, don't have that amount of money. And we, I was part of those people who didn't have that amount of money. So what's happened, we used the, the, the boat that, the um, uh, inflatable boat that they use in the swimming pool, usually. That's the one that really? we use. We, yes, we paddle. What? Yeah, it was a paddle boat. So oh, it's like all like, the fucking muscles. Supposed to be like four, supposed to be like four or five people uh, for wow. the biggest one. What? And then uh, we will pack like eight to nine, up to 10, depending on the size of the people, because I will count myself like two people. Person. <laughs>
Back then, y'all had, y'all had a lot of knowledge and you know, people wisdom. You know they were doing the wrong things. They still had. Yeah. They still were smart. Like kids these days, they you know. I had that's one thing I had my um once they saw my mentor love me. He said, "Man, go back to those white people, man. They love you." you know that's real that's some real shit yeah. though. Yeah, that's dope. Mm. Your dad got you out of trouble. Um, who's the trainer that that trained you? Uh, <clears throat> first, it was a uh, Gene Vivero. It was like a. We went to a couple gyms at first, mm-hmm. and then we found this um, this Spanish Mexican gym. That's the cheat code, huh? Yeah, cause we went to all black gym, and they wasn't even. They were just sitting around listening to music. Nah, uh, turn it up. Party. They were chilling. Nah, get out of here. <laughs> really? Yeah, they were chilling. They was in there chilling. My dad was like, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? No. Yeah, he was like, Dallas. Nah. This is a Dallas. Yeah. So <laughs> we 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 left and uh, we went to went to a Mexican gym, and they was in there. Like it was one of those like rough gyms where Loud, like, talking you shit. can get staff infection. You put your hands in one of them gloves, you probably uh, get staff infection the next day. Nah, come on, man. Yeah, like everybody yeah. shared the same gloves and everything. Everybody shared hand rags, just pick a hand rag up and share them. So it was, it was what? whatever the element was outside. That's how it was inside. <laughs> like no it was, AC. If it was raining, nah, yeah. no AC at all. Come Hundred something degrees. Come on, the fan broke. The same thing. I never yeah. know this. The fan yeah, blow high. Got a fan got a big yeah. fan. Yeah. I never trained. I never trained the gym with AC. Even the gym man now has no AC. We when step I was younger too. I put us yeah. put it all the way up. Yeah. We I step trained. outside to get a breath of fresh air. Wow. Yeah. So it was, it was one of those type of gyms. Like gym was like super rough, super dirty, and you know that's why I got my. I can think I, that's where I got my hard work from because mm. like the Spanish people there and the Mexicans there, they like training hard, like. Now I'll start working. Especially you sparred with the Mexicans, dude. Oh, yeah. They, man, they beat me up. <laughs> beat your ass. Man, because like, at first, like, I do good, like, the first mm. round, the first 30 seconds. I ain't going to say first round. First, like, 30 seconds. And then they just keep coming. Like, 125 pounds. I was, like, 140. And after, after 30 seconds of me, like, throwing punches, I gas out. Because, <laughs> you know, I just started. And he just pounded me. <laughs> Beat me up, man. I'm putting I'm I'm put my, my, my leg up in there, everything. Oh, I still remember his name, Chris Foz. I still remember his oh, name, shit. man. That's crazy. He, pun- he punished me, and, I, and that was going on for a while. But every time I came back, and that was the type of coach I had, like, he wanted to see was it going to keep coming back. And I, and I kept coming back, kept coming back. And then stuff started changing. I started beating him up. <laughs> you bypassed that first level. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I started beating them up, and then that's when I realized I didn't realize I had it. I just knew that that I was good, but I had the first thing I had, you know, I had grit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I had a, a mentality because even though I was getting beat up, I showed character because I come back oh, the next day and come back okay. the next day, and come back the next day, and you know, kept fighting. Even sometimes though I was, you really don't want to come back with. Fuck, yeah, I gotta come back to go think about mm. punk. Yeah, like sometimes, man, you wow. be like, man, I should leave my uh, mouthpiece at home. <laughs> Have a reason. Oh, I'm crying yeah. in tears because I did the face. I'm so scared. No way. Yeah, but you can't. You leave your mouthpiece at home. I had the type of coach, man. His, he'll put the tissue. Right? The tissue. Yeah. <laughs> no he'd way. Like, like, I got a mouthpiece. You fake words, it's motherfucker. It's you are barking like, today. I got a mouthpiece, motherfucker. It's you are barking today. Yeah. And he want to tell you like you'll run three miles, and he'd be mm. like, "Get ready, you finna spar." He'd be like, "Man, I just ran." <laughs> he don't give a shit. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Oh God, nigga! <laughs> you, you you ever like got like influenced by his boxing styles? Like, did you take anything from him? Any any kind of technique you took from Mike or any other fighter? 
any any legendary? Um, nah, I I didn't really have the style like Mike had. Like Mike mm. was super, just he was super aggressive, and he was like just super explosive. Mm. Especially at the weight class he was, he was like five ten, five nine. Yeah, you know, fighting guy like six foot four, six foot five. So his explosiveness was just blowing him out the water. Catch him, man. He had power with it too. Mm. But I was harassing him before the fight, you motherfucker. I used to always look at them and shit. Yeah. The press conferences is like everybody yeah, waits for the press conferences. Yeah, they probably right scared of them too. Yeah. <laughs> I would terrorize them. They were working with their family. I'm saying shit that I would never say now. How, how about the eye to eye thing you used to do? Like, how do they? I just like the whole. I just like the whole concept of fighting, the running. My trainer didn't believe in running, but I used to love to run. I used to love. The whole concept of being a fighter, I used to love mm. doing that dieting and all that stuff, getting ripped before on the stage, you know, mm. before you yeah. fight, everybody see you ripped, and <laughs> you know, that was the big thing. Go be ripped or wear your underwear. I don't think heavyweights. I really didn't die like like I we did. do. Because in my mind, I wanted to look beautiful. I wanted everybody to see me the Adonis ripped and stuff. Cause I used oh, to wow. see Alexis Aguilar and, and yeah. Ray Lennon, all those guys ripped. I, I want to be that way. I Six be pack ripped. and everything. Yeah, yeah. I want to be ripped, man. <laughs> Don King got me to come to Cleveland because he said Mike Tyson, Mike um, Jackson, Michael Jackson performed, and he's my friend. I promoted his tour before. Mm. I said, get the fuck out of here. But then I found <laughs> out he did because he's lying all the fucking yeah, time. This yeah. guy. And so I'm going, I went to um, Cleveland with him. And so the studio, um, auditorium is big. And he walks down the aisle, and I, Mike see him, and he goes like this to Michael. And Michael Ooh. goes like this. So I'm behind him, we're together, so I go like this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the heavyweight champion. I go like this, and Mike put his fucking head down. <laughs> so I say it in my mind. <laughs> no, but listen. He's Make a, up your mind. <laughs> he's, about, he's, he's about five feet past him, but he's on the stage, you know? And, and he goes like this, and he sees Don's in the And I go like this, and he puts it down. But I said, did Mike just diss me? In my mind, in my mind, I'm saying, did Mike just diss me? And I said, Mike, he couldn't diss me. I'm Mike Tyson. I fucking diss me. I just yeah, beat Michael Spinks, biggest fight in the world. So I go backstage with him. I'm Don. And when I get backstage, all of his band members, the girls, the drummer gave me his stick, the girl that wow. danced at the blonde. Hugs, I'm taking pictures. Everybody's giving me attention. The band and everybody backstage. But Mike is sitting over there by the door. The door's open like he's waiting for somebody to pick him up. Mike this. No. <laughs> and so I'll go like that. I happy to go over and say hi to Mike, man, because this is why I really came here. So I go over to him. I said, I put my hand out. He turns out, where do I know you from? <laughs> I'm the biggest star in the world at that time. I beat Michael Spinks. I got the biggest person in the world at that time. Everybody knows me. I'm doing everything. And he said, where do I know you from? <laughs> and I said, oh, shit, that's not right. But I said, no, it's okay, Mr. Jackson. I know by Mr. Fan. I said, I never forgot that either. That's, that's crazy. Never that is crazy. That. Who you are. And he was just, everybody's all over me talking. He's over <laughs> like this. He's just chilling. He's laughing on the corner. Yo, get out of here. Yo, Mike, that's That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. 20, 21 years old, I thought I was God. <laughs>
You never met Jay Z? Because I know Jay Z brought Mike. He's one of the kind of like rappers that actually brought Mike out on stage. It's interesting because I've had such a unique childhood, right? Mm. But and I met a lot of people when I was younger. But I was so young, I don't remember a lot. That's of it, crazy. So it's possible I may have, but like you got a random photo with Jay Z. Maybe you know. I, I get. I find videos on that must be um, fly, right? It is. It is. I'm like, oh damn, I forgot about that. So when Mike was fighting the uh, when Mike was going to do the Roy Jones fight, I I, w I was totally against it. I didn't want him to fight, okay. and and I kept saying like, yeah, I don't think Mike should fight. And then Mike called me one day and he's like, stop saying this. I'm a fucking grown ass man. If I want to fight, I'll fight. I said, you know what? You're right. You're right. And, and, and you know, because he felt like I was like shitting on the fight because I didn't want him to fight. So I called him. So listen, he didn't want me to fight. Yeah, though, I knew this was but coming. But he gives me a job I knew this fucking with some shark. I knew this was coming. I, I'm, I'm in the listen, and the guy that's supposed to be my shark instructor got his leg and his arm bitten off by a shark. <laughs> and he's gonna tell me shark are great animals. No, this is one of the funniest fucking so. I'm so I said, Mike, I, I would. I, I don't want you to fight, man. Listen, I, I'll, I'll, I'll get you something else. So, so you know, Shark Week comes up, right? So, so I get Mike this this gig hosting shark week and, and and going down to the bahamas and doing the shark thing and uh he's like so let me get this straight i've been fighting my whole fucking life you know that's what I, I feel comfortable getting in the ring and fighting you don't want me to fight but you want to throw me in the water with a bunch of fucking sharks right so apparently when mike went down there isn't that true and and, and 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 he gets down there like he he freaked out a little bit from what i heard i wasn't there this is the second hand i heard he scared the shit out of the whole crew that was shooting the, shooting, shooting the, 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 the Shark Week thing. And the motherfucker, if I get bitten, if, I, <laughs> if it's not too severe, I'm going to come here and kill all you motherfuckers. That's I'm, exactly what happened. I'm so scared everybody to was, death. I'm scared to death. So everybody who was filming the Shark Week shark. fucking thing were shitting their pants. They were so fucking scared because I guess he threatened everybody that if, like if he gets bit, it's over. Yeah. yeah if I'm not too severe, I said it's over. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm in there with sharks, and sharks are going to boom, hit me in the head, pull, no hit way. me diving, hit me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Damn, yeah. man. They, they didn't try to set you up, man. I yeah, I know. <laughs> he was mad at me. He, he was not happy with me and about the I told the my whole, wife, I said, baby, you let me do this? The whole <laughs> fucking shark I'm telling my and, wife, uh, I said, baby, you let me do this shit? There's another guy that, uh, that, 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 that states that you don't want him to fight. He wants McGregor, and you hate him. Jake Paul. What's up? Like, what's, what's up with, with Jakey? Yeah, I, I don't fucking hate Jake Paul. Jake <laughs> Everybody Paul, thinks he's unhateable. Jake Paul yeah. is one of those guys that that you know he's a young kid and he's just trying to get attention. You know, he's he's always looking for attention and and uh, you know he's doing his thing. I mean, whatever, whatever, it's all good. I mean, he's doing well with the KSI and all that shit, right? Oh, that's his brother. Yeah, well, okay, the brother is fucking brilliant. I mean, the brother's fucking raking in big dough. You know, the the, the Logan Paul is. Is, is uh is a business man he, this kid's really mm. making some big moves and ksi too those 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 kids are making real money and doing KSI. their thing what's up the ksi yeah <laughs> i think the popcorn's a hit <laughs> the, the pop the popcorn's a winner over there i, I can't eat the popcorn because it's got like a little lightweight root canal oh shit <laughs> Drugged up? <laughs> you tooth hurting? No, but I got all that shit in there. In your teeth? Yeah. <laughs>
all went the way off because they had a day. Oh, my God, man. Mm-mm. Your top five UFC fighters of all time. So hard to do because, you know, when you look at the 23 years that I've been in it, there's been so many great fights and so many great fights. But you got to start with John Jones. Oh, can I tell you my list? Yeah. I got, I got John, John Bones Jones. I got Khabib. I got Connor. I got George St. Pierre. And I ended it with Sugar Sean. You don't know no motherfucking body. Those are all good ones. You got these, are recent, no these are recent people, man. But, but you, you got to have Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? You got to have uh, Amanda Nunes, greatest okay. female fighter of all time. Okay. Um, there's just so many, it's hard to pick five and say, you, you know, you have, like he said, you know, those are all recent. You, how do you not have Usman? Kamar Usman's got to be in there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to Think about those tough five. guys back in the day. Chuck Liddell. Rock and exactly. all those Chuck guys. Chuck his, oh. in his dudes, time. The original. Gracie and his, and in his era and his time. Yeah, it's hard to just pick, you know, five all-time great fighters. There's been so If you look at the different generations of people who helped Listen, take the sport guys, to another exactly, level. We've seen guys fight no um, um, weight lit division. A guy 120 come fight a 400 pound guy. That was the original, right? That, that's how it started, like 300 pounders versus like. Who's truly the baddest man on the planet? Matt Hughes would have to make the list. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just there, oh there's, man, there's so there's so many people that have. It, it, it's tough to pick. Uh, Still talk to Frank Mir, huh? Frank Mir. Frank Mir, yeah. he was great too. Frank Mir like was original, like one of the the beginners, right? Yeah, okay. uh, and then you look at all the different Brazilians that that, that came up. You know the Pride Vito. era. I mean, you know, pride oh, fighting man. out of Japan, and it's hard to just pick, you know, five. Rickson was good Gracie. too. Gracie, Rickson, Gracie had no run. But yeah, but he never really fought in the UFC. Yeah. Hoist, on, on, hoisted, on, on, but on, but yeah. Hickson, he fought in pride. pride. Exactly. Mike knows his shit. <laughs> Mike when this knows thing his first shit. happened, who did we have when this first happened? Not Jim um, Duggett. Who was it? Who was those guys? Oh, you're talking about like uh, Dan start, Severn? Yeah, Severn. What's the other guy for Dan Severn? Um, uh, Don Fry. Fry. Exactly. Crazy. These people are th- It's not like these guys talking out. They're very, you know, you can tell these guys been in school and stuff. Media Don time. Fry and all those guys was just hard off the street. Yes, tough guy. They didn't have no skill, but you're tough. Don Fry punched a fan in the face like uh, a few that. months ago, you know, and I just saw an interview with him and he was like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> she was. The, the, this girl Nina, who who does you know is a social influencer, was talking to him about it, and uh, I guess the, the the fan was saying, "Why don't we go outside?" And Don Fry punched him right in the face when he said that to him. But Don Fry made it sound like he, he said, "She said he, he asked you that, and you punched him in the face." And he said, "No, he asked me that." And I said, "Where out here?" He was acting like he was pointing to <laughs> outside, and uh, yeah, he punched this guy oh, in the face. Man. He's got to be getting sued over that. Uh, but yeah, he fought some good fights. True. He's a tough, mean motherfucker, too. Spit some bars. That's another a new show man, I got. You can spit bars. Hell yeah. Challenge you, nigga. On Wildin' Out. Yeah, spit some bars, nigga. <laughs> you heard oh, it here. Yeah. Mike said he coming to Wildin' Out on Hot Right some shit for me, I nigga. got you. Say what? Spitting bars, can nigga. Can please get the Titan to, to Wildin' Out? Let's go, Mike. I'll, I'll throw nigga. him in the car. I'll <laughs> bring him myself. Spitting bars. If he doesn't punch me in the face. <laughs> but that's one of the new shows we got. It's called Future Superstars. It oh, really wow. is be being introduced to the world as a music man. <laughs> Where I'm bringing all my new artists, we put them on the road, and uh, it's going. It's, it debuts on VH1 and BET in mm. a few months. 
Wow. But it's like, so that's where I get to live vicariously through all of the new young cats. I would love to see Mike on Wild and Out. That Let's was, make it happen. I'm like to battle you. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to battle you. I'll do whatever I need what? to do. Battle you. I'm going to battle you. I'll battle you in French. What? I'm like, what's going on? Get nah, that shit right now. Get him, Mike. You know what I'm Tell him some shit. <laughs> Talk about his chin, Mike. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. So yo. you can't win with that big ass chin? Yo, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Mike. I love you, man. Yo, come on, Mike. You're supposed to be standing up for me, man. <laughs> the motherfucker said your chin, huh? <laughs> Now, see, all our coming up, people used to say me and Who Kid look alike. Yeah. So we used to call it. Well, we twins. had the same haircut back yeah, then. Yeah, we had yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the fate. The, and then the it's fate. like the, you know, yeah. the, we got the, we got He looks like a kid. That's why I'm like, yo. You do, yeah, too. Yeah. No, he, well, he does look like a big kid, yes. <laughs> <laughs> had him backwards. <laughs> No, it's yeah. good to survive like the game the way like we're like unicorns yeah. in this business, and there's not many people out. There's no other Nick Cannon, yeah. no other Who Kid, there's no other Who Kid. No other Mike Tyson. No so no individual. I've always say people that it's best to be a unicorn in this business because not everybody can struggle and hustle like us. Yeah. I still love working. Hey, you listen, see? that's what's life for. Look at Mike. He's work, he has the biggest podcast. No, listen, he loves working. Yeah. No struggle, no progress. He's at Life's every, about pro. Life's all about too. Like cartoons. He was on freaking Adult Swim. Fire yeah. though, like the hottest show. Talking shit. My man died though. Who? I'm the pigeon. Oh, the pigeon died. Oh, in the Norman. Norman, Norman. The voice. Yeah. Really. Norm, Norm McDonald. Yes. Norm oh, McDonald. he passed away. Yeah. That's crazy. Rest in peace to Norm McDonald. Brilliant comedian. Awesome. That people always say, "How was it working with him?" I said, "I never was on." In the studio when we were mm. both different times. Yeah. Do Cat Williams give you the same respect for stand up? Like you know, it's hard to get him fucking happy and shit like that. Yeah, I mean he he just did he did Wildin' Out season twenty. He came mm. back. It's I've never had a, a confrontation conflict. Yeah. It's only been love and admiration with me and Cat. How much you used to get paid when you did that? Oh wow, How, you got paid me the blaze too. I mean, Mike, Mike, I'll give you whatever, Mike. <laughs> you said it. Don't yeah, fuck him out. Yeah, whatever, don't fuck around, man. Whatever Maze, you need, man. man. <laughs> I, I, man, whatever offerings to the God, I, I, I'll, I'll make it happen. Oh, <laughs> your head, I flew. Who? <laughs> He's not rhyming. He's like, <laughs> you coming after me, Mike? Whatever, yeah. <laughs> Blue kid, the new kid. Uh, uh, this is beautiful. Mike, you coming at me hard? Oh, now. man, am I? <laughs> Yo, somebody called Drake right over here, man. How much you were getting paid when you did stand up in the beginning? Was it fifty dollars? Nah, they used to pay you at the improv. They used to pay you in. How you get the nerve to do that? Shit? I was a kid. <laughs> I had it. They used to pay you in dinner. Come on, man. Seven dollars in dinner. Yeah, seven dollars in dinner at the improv. Imagine Soul Train dancers. That's they and got chicken. Man. They yeah. paid you a Kentucky Fried Chicken. I was, I was a Soul Train dancer too. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's, it's, it's footage on Soul Train at 15. Because I would come lying, up. Man. I would come up from the hood. And I didn't have anything to do in LA, so we stand in line over there at Paramount. And, right? oh, and I'll be like, oh shit, it's a bad bitches in line. And we get out and wait. And they're like, what y'all waiting on? We gonna go dance on Soul Train. And I tell you even like this, even but Wilder story. See, look. Nah, stop that. Oh bullshit. my god. You had to scrabble too. Yeah. <laughs> no, get the fuck. He's a scrabble. No. Mr. Nick. Nick Cannon. <laughs> you become one of the biggest stars in 
No, that's what that's you. That's the name I had to spell. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. No way. Oh, I can't wait to see your move after you get it. <laughs> no way. And he starts dancing after. Yeah. I mean, I used to go up there every month. They would film every month. No way. Oh, oh, hey, oh. Hey, 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 oh, hey. oh, hey. That was like I was at my Diddy Bop right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> and there was this. Oh, I'm telling you, man. You don't cringe oh, when you see stuff like that. Not, man, I was living. <laughs> that was beautiful. When people like talk to me on Twitter about shit, like this is literally what I envision. Like, shit. When, when he died, they're gonna have to cut him out of the wall. To get him <laughs> That's out. what I'm saying. You know, they're gonna have to cut. The, you know, when they cut the door, they cut the wall out and they throw this big nigga out and he kisses me and he can't. Fit the door no more because then that fucking eating his heart blew up. They gotta get. They gotta cut the wall out. You know you ever seen that? They the got fire. They get the fire. You ever seen that before? Up? I haven't seen. Like a nine hundred yeah. pound motherfucker died. They, they can't fit oh, through the door. Oh yeah, they, they, they got see They bring in the whole like pickup they, truck, yeah, get them out of their everything. ambulance. They bury them in a piano case, up. right? When they bury them in piano cases and shit. Yeah. Yo, I, I thought you were gonna like actually get it over with on the first round. With me me too. Like, me my too. family says it's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> what was your assessment of Nate Diaz in, like in the beginning of the rounds? I mean, just a warrior, uh, just a warrior, unorthodox, throwing punches from all angles, nonstop, taking in mm. insane amounts of damage. I don't know how he survived the first yeah, round. He, he, yeah, I don't know how he. Uh, but. Yeah, like that's that's what he's known for. He's a he's dog. Tough and durable. He's a dog. All I mean, respect. I went to him. all the way to the end, man. All the way, all ten rounds. How did that feel, man? That was super like exhausting. No, nah, but that's like, good. You get comfortable going ten rounds. You get comfortable. Go. Don't feel discouraged. You don't knock everybody out. You're not gonna knock everybody out. Get comfortable going ten. What kind of cardio? Because if you get comfortable going ten, that dive exhausting. Yeah, no. Drop. That's what I loved about it. Is I signed up for ten rounds and then actually went ten rounds, and that experience is. Priceless, especially and you knocked them down and throwing that many punches exactly. and just knowing that my gas tank I could keep on going just no matter you do what it, the more the easier it becomes yeah and, and doing it in sparring is one thing but doing it under the lights is is completely different so that gave me like a lot of confidence moving forward and I think it was great great experience that I'm gonna learn from and and a lot of times the the biggest one of the biggest criticisms of my boxing has been like, oh, well, his cardio, oh, well, his cardio. And and in a lot of cases, they were right because in sparring, I would feel comfortable and then I'd get into the fight and just be like trying to load up too much mm -hmm. and then I would like get tired, a little nerves, adrenaline. But even if they are right, tell them they're not. No, but now they're not. They're, now they're not. <laughs> I went back to the drawing board and figured it out, brought in a new strength and conditioning coach and just got my, my mind and everything right. And that was all the difference in the world it was the new strength and conditioning coach, nutritionist. My diet was completely different for this fight. And my new head coach who pushed me 20, 25 rounds almost every single day in practice. And that was all the difference in the world. I went 10 rounds easy. Um, but I don't think I was being pushed hard enough before. So went back to the drawing board, and now my cardio is on point. Could have done 12 rounds. So what do you think about... Um if you don't fight um, Nate, who would you fight next? Tommy. Yeah, I think the Tommy rematch is, is going to happen at some point. Um, you know, put him down on the canvas, split decision, and I. Are oh, you ready? You're ready. <laughs> I, I know. You're ready. Like, tell us what you're gonna do. No, yeah, like he got <laughs> like he caught me at my worst. Like yeah, kudos yeah. to him, but I I needed the loss. I'm not making excuses. It put mm -hmm. me on this new 
track of like having this insane amount of motivation and just being like super, super locked in where, where I wasn't that locked in before I was trying to cut corners and you just can't do that in the sport. Only when, cheating yourself. When you're beating everyone, putting them down to the canvas, winning knockout of the year, $10 million here, $20 million there. Wow. You kind of are like, See yeah, you. like who's going to. <laughs> Who's gonna beat me? And then you get beat, and then you're like, you're like "Oh shit!" Fuck. <laughs> but when I when I got beat, I started making more money. When I got beat, oh, the before they said nobody know, could beat hype, you. Yeah. But once I got beaten, there's a chance I could be beaten now. So now people could bet. Oh, okay. You know, that's what that boxing's about too. Money, it's all about money. If you're still invincible, you're beating it. Like we thought, too, you're gonna knock them out, this and that. When people think that, they don't really invest that much. But when they see you got a competition, competitiveness, and you can lose. Then they start betting. That's crazy, man. Isn't it crazy? That is crazy. I don't, just, I don't understand life. Why, why should we go to school? We're the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet as far as intelligence. Yeah, right. Dude, it's, our education system's terrible. Yeah. They, they, listen, we are the, we're like the 30th dumbest motherfuckers right. in the world. Right. You're right. Oh, yeah, dude. Terrible. Where, 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 where am I at on the poll? Huh? Oh, nigga, you, you down there with Scooby Doo, motherfucker. You <laughs> <laughs> down there with Scooby Doo. Huh? Whoa, oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Turn me to a donkey, man. I went from Scooby Doo to a donkey, man. It's good. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Is that who? Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Oh, is that true, Scooby? Oh, where did you see him at? Oh, yeah. Hiding under the bed? <laughs> you don't remember Scooby Doo? Yo. Another topic is uh, relationships in business. Like, oh, you, you know, going hard, huh? You yeah. going all out, huh? Yeah, relationships. Pound and ground, ground and pound, whatever it goes. Last night. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, guys. A little TMI right there, but yeah, but <laughs> relationships, chasing uh, whether you're chasing the the guy or the female, is it, that don't that don't really help you. He doesn't much. chase guys; he only chase the females. I don't want to say chase the you know. Well, maybe I, I mean, if I was growing up today, if I was a kid today coming up, mm. I would not chase pussy. Okay, that's if what I was, I was a woman, I would say. leave the men alone. <laughs> you guys that are you know whatever, I, I would leave all that alone. I'd leave the drugs alone, young. I would leave. Uh, the deadbeats alone. Mm. I, I wouldn't even chase fun. You can't have fun when you're a kid. You have fun later. Kids don't really have fun. So kids is... And then when they do, they forget it. Okay. Family members besides kids. Kids obviously could do whatever for. Cousins. Uncles. That you saw. That you, have, that you haven't seen since you were born. <laughs> you haven't seen them since they were born. Your, your great-grandfather's my cousin, boy. My, my tenth ex-cousin. You, you you found fake cousins before, Mike? Like fake cousins? I mean, oh, every now and then a fake motherfucker comes up. This one, na- oh, excuse me, stop for that. This one young man would tell people that he's my brother. He gets the tattoo and everything. Come on, and, man. What? And he would get more roles than me in movies. <laughs> playing Mike Tyson. Oh, my God. They think, some people, hey, man, did I see you in St. Bart's the other day? No, it wasn't me. 
I need the booth filled with more smoke. Gotta pay the cholos. Oh, my jeweler for two years. Just paid him back two days ago. I'm just trying to stay professional and out correctionals. When God made me, he was giving a confessional. You niggas sections got no girls. Wow. I think they moving so-so. Call it high skid. I ain't scared to say no homo. Ooh. Niggas pushing P or probably push a tip to popo. They ask me who I do it for. Aiden Lennon, bro, bro. I just stand on business so I get it complimentary. Girl, don't ask me for that shit you want that make you temporary. It get very scary, so I'm giving niggas hugs. Penitentiary, cemetery, buried many thugs. Don't hurt them too Classic bad. Classic moment Don't on hurt. Hot Boxing. Why are you hurting them like that? Yeah, man. man. Come on. Why are you hurting them like the fuck? This album title. Oh, album title. Man. You got the title? I'm just trying to make a hit. Please. As hard as he punch. Album title. Do you have The new album title is called Don't Call Me Now. Oh, you heard it on Hot Boxing first. Thank you. Keek kind of has a similar style. Yeah. It's a little more raspy. Kind of like Cookie Monster type. Yeah, it's a little yeah. more raspy. Yeah, raspy. But, um, broke out of a group and became a solo artist, and he came out with a song Feeling called nice. White T-Shirt, Blue Jeans, White T-shirt, and Nikes. Yep. And that was like a uniform for us as Bay Area kids. It's like because we didn't always have money to go to the mall. So as long as you had some cool shoes and you had a white T-shirt and some blue jeans, Keek made that song make us what we wore cool and made us feel confident in what we wore. So he's a legend. Um, he's he started also a hyphy movement. Hyphy, well, okay, mm. he gets credit for it. Oh, okay. Mac Dre is the person that defined it. Mac Dre was like everything that hyphy is. Everything mm. when you see people popping their collar, dancing and jumping out of cars. Mac What's Dre. What's that lifestyle? It's a it's a lifestyle that we live in the Bay. What's that dance they they would used to do? What's that? I don't do that silly ass dance. <laughs> But but they used to do it where they pop their collar and be sweating like they playing a basketball game. They'd be like, how, how you doing? I'm not doing yeah. it. Let's look it up. Look it up, look yeah. It up. <laughs> look it up. Right? Am I doing it right? I be, really just type in turf dancing. You look like you're fighting somebody. <laughs> turf dancing. T-U-R-F. Dance. Who can do it again? Yeah. I'm doing it wrong. I'm really doing it wrong. Yeah, you really guys, are. I see people, like, really are. <laughs> people legs up in the air. That's what you. I I I saw the Asians. They just like they oh, love they that. Kill it. Yeah, they like kill the, it. y'all y'all Asian community love y'all. So this is turf dancing. All right, yeah. I I I was doing it wrong, Mike. I think I fucked up. Look that nigga hairdo in the back. <laughs> I, there it is. No, look. Yo, Mike, you need to start doing this shit. I could do this shit. Yeah, look at Mike. You imagine Mike doing <laughs> I could do this shit, Lil. Yeah, I could do some of this shit. I can't do it. And it's so, like, physical. Look at the nigga with the hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's really a culture. So we grew up going to, like, dance battles yeah. like this. That's crazy, yo. Look Look at these niggas. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like That's breakdancing meets yeah. smoothness. Meets swag. It's like swag meets like. Look at this nigga. Yep. Tutting. <laughs> All kind of different things. So you weren't doing none of that, none of that stuff. You, no, just, had, you, you too cool I for had that. friends that was dancing. I would try to dance, mm. but it was just never my You thing. never ghost ride the, the whip? Come on. I know yeah, I, I used to ghost ride the whip as a kid. You, explain to Mike what yeah. that is. Show me that. So ghost ride oh, you don't is, want to see that, is when you, you put your car in drive, 
on a street to where you know it's going to be okay if it just goes straight. And you get out your car and you walk with your car. You might dance with your car. You'd be like, pull up, ghost riding the whip. My dance next to your car while I drive itself. I had to learn all that, man. Yeah. You let the car drive itself. Look, look, see, look. So this is Mr. Fab's song, Ghost Riding. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Fab. It's a legend right there. That's the video? Is that like a tutorial? Uh, go to right there where it says Ghost Ride, the YouTube short. Go to the short, the first one. Yeah. Ghost Ride. It's like that. You let the car ride by itself and you dead. Oh, look at this shit. Yo, Mike, you need to do that, right? I could do that. Do that with your Rolls Royce. I can, well, I'm not going to take the car, but huh? I can do that dance. Look, 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 look. See, just imagine your Rolls Royce keep going. You, you can't stop. You yourself. Uh, my Rolls Royce is rented. Leaf. Ooh, the dumb motherfucker. Can you imagine doing this? You let the car, your car run you over. Yeah. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Listen, that's the dumbest motherfucker in the history of dumb motherfuckers, man. And that's I, why that's why they say in the Bay we go dumb. Yeah. Yeah. We go dumb, a bunch dumb, of dumb, dumb, shit. dumb. The thing is, got ran over by his car. Yeah. Dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb, dumb, dumb. He almost got killed. Yo, look at that. Yeah. That's uh, ghost riding. He goes riding He's yeah. ghost riding the bike. <laughs> oh. Well, he's oh. balling. Shot calling. <laughs> Yo. Bike chasing yeah. ass nigga. So that's what that's what ghost riding is. So like Bay Area culture is like turf dancing, mm. white t shirt, blue jeans and Nikes, ghost riding. It looks like those guys used to dance in the street for money, right? <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah. The ghost riding. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know playing football going to come with criticism. You know guys going to watch the game. Every play you play, you're going to get judged by what you play. So you understand the game come with criticism, and they're going to weigh you against different players, and that's a part of it. But when you get older and you become super successful, and then you realize that the NFL don't want you to be who you are, and you're playing on teams where, you know. Even after team, you win a Super Bowl? Even after. Come on, man. You're just yeah, like yeah, that's how it is. And it's a business at the end of the day. You know, it's not like an individual, like you say, Mike said, Mike was a fighter. You know what I'm saying? He, he represents himself. And, you know, when you're in NFL, you represent, you know, you got teammates, you got coaches, you got an organization. And once you become out the rim of the box of a success that maybe, you know, or, or how you act or how you perceive yourself to the world, if it's not of their standards, then, of course, they're going to target you. But I just recommend if you're a player, man, do what you got to do to take care of your family, to live a life that's comfortable for you so you don't have to depend on that you know I was a player for 12 years so I could make the decision to walk off and to put myself in better position but not everybody get that opportunity you know some guys are limp off some guys are whatever the case may be but I just feel like put yourself in the best position and do you don't don't do something that's not you you know be true to yourself and you know football come with criticism and uh, just stand on what you believe do you get angry when people don't know like yeah. the backstories of what's really going on? Nah, because the truth is lived within yourself. You know, and I can't make everyone happy. You know, I can't pull out to everyone and think people gonna understand or from where I'm from or look at it how I look at it. So for me, as long as the people that love me, my family, the people that's in tune with me and understands, as long as they know the truth, that's all. How are you with money? I save my mm -hmm. money, man. All my house is in the trust. 
Yeah. I'm protected. I made a lot of money playing football, so you know, I done the right things for myself and protected myself. Well, so when I was young, I didn't want to save my Ooh, money. God, yeah. Fuck nobody. Yeah, you got to. You know, Hell no, baby. cars, yo. No like way. Tyson was How like. How you run through that first time? Huh? <laughs> I heard you was spoiling a lot of women, man. I heard yeah, you. Um, you, the, you a house of car type of guy? Yeah. What type of player you was? Yeah. That's a big I piece. Play, I played serious. I played for keeps. Play for keeps. <laughs> I like I got a whole it. crew. We in our plane. We on um, we all over the world. Wherever you want to go, you take boom, bang. How was it like uh, hanging with uh, like you know what I mean? Who? Who's one of your close friends? I see you at. Yeah, I have a lot of close friends. <laughs> I think I seen it with uh, what's that said with um. No. What are you saying? <laughs> no, listen. Um, I like. I got how it was with Tupac? That's Tupac, what I said. Your friend Tupac. How was awesome. that? He was an awesome guy. What type of, what type of player vibes y'all used to do? I seen y'all dressed up with some he just, suits he's one just time. He's just a good man. You know what I mean? He's just a good guy with a good heart. That had a temper that he couldn't control. It was worse than yours, or what? He had a real bad temper. A real bad temper. But if he's with you, he's with you to the end. But you know, if he don't like you, it's a wrap. Yeah. Good heart, had a good heart. And when he was mad at you, he was mad forever. It was hard to squash anything, but very rarely do you squash people. It's crazy how Mike brought up the money thing, which is the smartest thing that you need to get yeah. a tip from this guy. He yelled at me earlier because, you know, I wear a lot of Louis and Gucci. Mike yells at me, too, about that kind of stuff. But he was like, yo, stop giving the money to, like, all these other corporations. Let's start our own shit, right? Yeah. Put our own shit on. Listen, um, that's what Dapper Dan did. Mm. I mean, he used to copy all the Gucci, you know, yeah. guys, Louis, and next day it gave him a job. <laughs> oh, no shit. His stuff, he, his, his stuff was selling more than theirs. That's crazy. You know? Didn't he get like uh, like like a lawsuit or cease and desist too? Like, no, that, I believe they did that to him. Okay. You know, then they said they can't beat him, join him. Everybody liked your jacket coming in there. What's, what is this? Yeah, What's going on here? The superhero kid right here. You can get it at the Pullman Store dot com. You know, we're just getting out the positive message. You know, living our visions, just being encouraged. Mike, you saw it at my back with the God. The yeah. God, yeah, that's fire, right? And it's from the same people. Yeah. That's yours as well? Yes. Why don't I have one? Why the fuck did he get one? I didn't know how big your back was. You know, I know you was getting smaller, so I didn't know how big your back was these days. Bigger than his. (laughs) So I'm going to get you a 2X. What you want me to put on it? (laughs) The same thing. I said, let's done. You going to put that shit on or what? Yeah. I see you got that shit on today. But it's crazy I have to wait for A B to tell me that, yo, stop, you know, to support like your own shit or just be creative. Come out with your own shit. You don't have to support certain things, but a partner with yeah, someone. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So and I fuck with yeah. this shit, you know what I'm saying? This is the time for black entrepreneurs. This is the time right now. That's this crazy, man. You can do whatever you want. There's one thing uh, about this guy, he eliminated the cliche of like a sports star rapping. You know, when you get like those guys, they, they have dreams of like, they want to be a rapper and they rap and they suck. Are you rapping, you got bars? Yeah. 
Look at Mike, look at Mike, look at Mike, yo. Fit, Tony. Fit, fit, baby. Fit that fire, man. He's about to go on right now. Be the low. Ah, uh, Whoa. He's about to go on now, Mike. Let's go, let's Spit, go. Baby, He's about Spit. to go on right now. So don't make no down sense. Oh, hey. flash on him too. So don't make no down sense. Hey. Hey. Come on, okay. Let's go. Where let's I go. My uh, about? All that diamonds don't make uh. no damn sense. Wait. I keep my ego fair. You should be giving me pass on my humble back. Where are my youngest at? The court in the county, that's where they come up at. Chitters want different shit. Shit ain't nothing, I'm bringing that hunger back. Oh! Shit like a marathon, RP, Nipsey shit, Hustle, nigga. I come back and I run it out. They for the suckers that thought I fell off one coming back. Oh, shots fire, shots oh, fire. I need some shit nigga. with a drum attached. Oh, he's freestyling. Freestyling, no, keep it blazing, man. Keep it blazing. Hello. Oh, this is beautiful. Hey, I, 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 that's you, baby. I appreciate that, I love, man. I love. You got a drink with Lil Wayne out there. Kanye you West produced. You and Wayne do it. Oh, oh, like, oh, like, you with the best. Are you with the best? Weezy up, baby. Hey, Kanye West is actually the producer. Weezy come in here, niggas be like, what? Yo. <laughs> you you got Kanye West to produce that that track produce too. You want to talk about that? Um, yeah. What was that like? Kanye's the man. Kanye's a creative genius, man. As soon as I got uh, walked out the field, called me, invited me to L.A., sent the jet, man, had me at the Soho. That's when I first got into making music, just being around him, seeing the creative, the oh, tour so that go in it. The day you walked off, man. You yeah, he was, he was hurting them bad. He was looking too good. That's, it hurt everybody. He had to walk off. Yeah. Wow. He had to walk off. <laughs> and Kanye West called you right yeah, after right that. after. Well, listen, Kanye saw him looking good. So, damn, <laughs> Bad motherfucker with that fly, and he's, and he's um a connoisseur in clothes too. So he saw my man that is just damn. <laughs>